0: You're listening to The Local Maximum, episode 133.
1: Time to expand your perspective. Welcome to The Local Maximum. Now, here's your host, Max Sklar.
0: All right, everyone, you have reached another Local Maximum. Welcome to the show. Today, I'm joined by Aaron. How you doing, Aaron?
1: I'm doing well. It's... uh... You know, another another summer night in, uh, on the East Coast here.
0: Yeah, I know. It feels kind of warm for some reason. Um, and you know what? Where When was the last time? Uh, I, I think it feels like we just spoke recently, but I feel like it's been over a month since we've done a podcast together. I mean, well, we recorded two at once. That's why. You know, so... Yeah, it's-
1: Double header throw thing, throws things off a little bit.
0: Yeah, we should do more double headers. It's not going to be a double header today. Today we're going to try something a little new because um, I've ho- always been fascinated. You know, I'm into machine learning and all that, uh, and, and Bayesian inference. I talk about it all the time on here. Um, for some reason, I'm interested in a mathematical field called topology. And I say for some reason, maybe we could figure out, uh, you know, why I'm so interested in it. And I have some ideas, but um, maybe. I haven't really explained this to anyone else yet, so we're going to try to have a conversation and see if we can put the pieces together. So this is not going to be kind of a course material yet, but uh, um, let's let's just have a conversation about it. Uh, but, uh, you know, before we start, let's see, let's talk about what's going on with the local Maximum and with the news in general. The one news item that I wanted to follow up on, uh, one of my favorite episodes that we've done previously was 114, that was the one with... Uh, that was the one with smart toilets. You remember that one? <laughs>
1: how how could I forget?
0: Yes. How could I, I? Well, actually, I went through all of the episodes recently, and I painstakingly wrote URL slugs for them for SEO. And um, let me tell you, I. I think I remembered most of them. There might have been a few episodes that uh, I wouldn't have been able to recall, but uh, very interesting you kind of remember what they were all about. But anyway, in that one, we talked about, you know, Joe Biden joining the the pot-iverse, and I was kind of excited about that. The presidential uh, candidates were having their own podcasts and going on podcasts, and I thought, you know, maybe I can't get them on my show, but, you know, as, as you can always do, maybe you can get a guest of theirs also on your show. That's, that's always possible or like, you know, that that's, if you have a small show, you can do that. But, uh, man, it, it, turned out, so I, I talked today, tonight's the night of the, the DNC. It turned out he hasn't updated his podcast since, uh, May 11th. <laughs> so it's been a while. Well,
1: yeah, I, I know we talked a couple of weeks ago and, and you mentioned that it had gone, gone dormant. I, I, I thought right now, you were going to tell me that they'd revived it uh, oh. and they were going to be coming out with new, uh, you know, uh, Kamala and and the Joe episodes uh to, to you know re- revitalized by the fresh blood but uh, I don't ma- think maybe <laughs> they will but they haven't announced it yet apparently
0: yeah I don't think uh I don't think this is the this is the the year it's gonna happen um I think that uh I think they realize this is hard work
1: and on the other side Trump doesn't strike me as a podcast kind of guy uh, no he, I, I think he'd go straight for video uh it's it's either either tweets or video podcast is a middle ground that he sees he yeah. sees no use for. I
0: mean you could probably put him on a microphone and see what happens. Uh that would yeah. get a lot of listens, but they haven't done it yet. Well, uh, well, and
1: apparently he he calls into what is it like Fox and Friends or or at least he used to uh, quite sure. frequently. But Sure. That's that's a little bit different. Anyway. I feel
0: like for him that's just like interactive TV. Well,
1: what what we really need to do is uh set up a call-in number so if if there are any presidential candidates uh or 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 their uh they're, they're running mates who want to call into the local maximum, you just dial 555 55, 55. <laughs> yep.
0: All right, I think the folks are going to get annoyed that we're not getting to the point here because, and also, this is not a we're making this very non evergreen by talking about this, so uh, <laughs> maybe we could move on. So, yeah. I know so, we've to got to those some, of you
1: in the future. I hope everything's better and all the problems have been solved. So let's yeah. now move on to something that has oh, I, nothing to do with politics. I, I'm
0: sure it is. I'm sure it is. Um, okay. So first of all, but before we get into the questions, like have, have you, what have, what did you know about topology before going into this, Aaron? Uh,
1: when, when you say topology, I think of uh, topo maps, um, which I'm, I'm sure that there's some connection to that.
0: Is but. that like, to, I don't know what topo maps are.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. The topological maps. So, so they're they're the maps with the rings that show you, you know, what the elevation is, um, which, which I'm sure has some, you know, base level connection here, but, but you're, you're not talking about, uh, you know, uh, the, the geography side of things. Uh, My impression is you're, you're much more on the theoretical mathematics side here.
0: Right, right, right. So, uh, I think that's called topography versus topology,
1: Oh, you might be uh, right. Uh, yeah, but I'm not. This, this is the problem with shortening things.
0: No, I mean it's it's yeah it's it's a good distinction. So, all right, so cool. We can get started, uh, and uh, let's see if we could f- figure out what this thing is.
1: Well, let's let's actually. I, oh, I and also deviate we're going to talk from the about basics.
0: pointless topology. Yeah. Okay.
1: So so you mentioned before you know it's un- unclear why you're so particularly interested in this, but just when did you first get interested in topology? Does this predate your interest in in machine learning? Um, Uh,
0: I think it does. And by the way, we're trying to figure out whether it's pointless or not, and in a sense it is, because at the end we're gonna talk about an even lesser known field called pointless topology, which uh, (laughs) is one of the more mind-blowing things. So yes, um, I feel like I had read a little bit about it as an undergrad and I tried to get into it, but I didn't quite grasp what these math books were trying to say about it. And now I feel like I have a much better grasp of it. And so I could actually explain it to, uh, to the folks here in the local Maximum, you the listener. Uh, but um, I, yeah, I would say that, so when did I get re-interested in it would be a good Wait, question. Was, was this
1: something that really clicked like during grad school or was, was this more uh, you, you were exploring it on your own? On my own, uh,
0: probably in like 2015. Gotcha. Uh, and now, okay. and now I've gotten circled back to it.
1: So, so, so that's that's a little bit of, of background there. But let's let's get back to the fundamentals here. So, sure. What is topology? I'm, I'm going to throw out the, the the basic, most open-ended question I could think yeah. of. Yeah.
0: No. So, well, that's a good. That's a good. Question because there's no obvious answer to it and I looked at some of my my math textbooks here And they don't really do a very good job of defining it. They say introduction to topology. All right Here's your first definition and it's like wait 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 a minute Uh, What is this thing so as far as I can tell it's It's the so it's it's the the study of certain types of mathematical objects certain types of spaces and so the spaces that we are most familiar with I, on the local maximum would be, you know, what I would call hypothesis spaces. Like, Hey, I have a bunch of things that I'm not sure whether they're true or not. And I'm going to like arrange them somehow. Or, you know, you could think of like Euclidean space. I'm sure. I don't have to tell you, you know, I, I know you went to MIT, you know, Euclidean spaces, but like, how, how would we describe that, like, let's say like three dimensional space. Um, so it's kind of like the study of the, how space is connected, how locations are connected to each other. So um, I, I was going to
1: ask, is, is, is this physical or is it something more abstract? And it sounds like the answer is both. So it's, it's it, definitely... Or it can be either.
0: I think it's, it's, it's totally abstract, like a number is abstract or real numbers are abstract. But obviously, it has some relationship to the real world. Otherwise, you wouldn't be like studying it.
1: Sure sure. so but, like but you, you yeah, could use I, it for like physical objects ty- in in spaces but but also for for some of these more abstract stuff you know if we're putting stuff in a in a matrix uh, of of data points and and how they relate to each other as well even if that's not their their physical relationship it's it's something like you said more abstract.
0: Oh yeah yeah it, it could be used to you know you could be talking about something that is where you're thinking of a physical object and I'm sure it can apply to. Areas where you're not talking about physical objects, like a hypothesis space is <laughs> not a physical object.
1: Yeah, you, you, you can only you can only uh, stroll through a hypothesis space in the most abstract of fashions.
0: Right, exactly, exactly. So, uh, you know, some of the big ideas in topology are continuity, like it looks at, you know, hey... Uh, you know if you have a curve there's like some continuity there you're not like lifting up your pen as they'll often say in math class you know in high school but you know this kind of formalizes it a little bit and the the thing about topology is that distances don't matter anymore Uh, it's only shape and form that matters so i wrote here like a a football equals a basketball and the reason why a football equals a basketball in topology the idea is this like okay you take a football and you kind of blow it up and you kind of push the sides in so it's like it's round and you then you kind of expand it like a basketball and if i'm standing if i have a point on the uh, somewhere on that football. And then I look at the points around me before the transformation, and then I look at the points around me after the transformation. They're the same points.
1: So the, the distances could change, but you've already said that the distances are irrelevant. So it's it's, you know, if, right. if if you're a node and what nodes are you connected to is what matters.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And then there are a lot of, and, and that's a good way of putting it. Like there are a lot of real world situations where it's the connections that matter. Um, and you know, the way I say it, like one. Uh, one key term in topology is neighborhood. Uh, so neighborhood is like the points that are around you. And so, um, you know, I say, hey, let's suppose we all live together in one city and then one day something happens and we all have to move to another city. I couldn't imagine a situation where, where that would come <laughs> up. But, uh, <laughs> I guess a year ago, I could never imagine a situation where that would come up. Okay, and then, then we move to our new city and then, hey, what do you know? All of your old neighbors are the same as your new neighbors. That is um, a topological transformation that is, uh, it's, it's like a, you know, it's an isomorphism. you got the same neighbors, neighbors as before, so so you're kind of in the same situation. Even if, you know, the, the, the density is different, you know, let's say you have bigger plots of land or something like that, or, or your land's now long and skinny rather than square. I,
1: I can only dismiss, or, or I, I can only... Accept the fact that distances are irrelevant if I don't think about it too hard. So I'm gonna shove that in the back of my head and, and okay. try and move forward with this.
0: Well, okay, I think I think it'll become more clear as time goes on, as we, as we talk about this more.
1: Okay, so so we've got, you you said it's 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 who your neighbors are, but what was the other feature? It was the the curves and
0: so so. Uh, l- we'll get to this in a minute uh, when I want to talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, oh, oh a, a good example here is like a donut. The surface of a donut is not equivalent to the surface of a ball or basketball because you can't um, transform a donut into... So this coffee mug, this uh, mug that I have here with my tea, you can, actually can transform this the, the surface of this into a surface of a donut because it's got one hole in it. But... Um, you know, it's, it's, it would be a weird transformation, but you could do it. Um, and so that's sort of how topologists, um, classify surfaces.
1: I'm, I'm envisioning something, uh, very trippy with the transformation of a coffee cup into a donut. Um,
0: Right. So you, you basically have to, would flatten it and then the, you'd have to make like the handle really big and then that becomes the donut. Yeah.
1: Oh, I I'm thinking okay, so so we're talking about the hole between the handle and the body, not exactly. the hole into which you pour the liquid. No, no, so if there's no ah, handle okay. if
0: there's no handle it's the same as a basketball.
1: Okay. That that clarifies something. I, yeah. I don't know if it's helpful, but you it basically clarifies. Basically you
0: something. punch in the basketball and it you, you make a little indent and that becomes like the the where the where the where the tea or coffee goes in the cup, and then you keep pulling
1: it. And then it okay, I'm with cup. you on that. Ho- yeah. Hopefully, those of you listening uh, have have excellent spatial uh, spatial memories, spatial visualization, and we have not completely lost you. Yeah. So, I, I have the most vague idea of what what the concept is here. Okay, but, but why do we care? Uh, right. What, what what is this? What is this good for? And and you've said that there are obviously applications you can take this this thoroughly abstract concept and use it for something but but what is that something
0: so i yeah so one thing that i'm thinking about in terms of machine learning in terms of bayesian inference is we've talked about the nearest neighbor algorithm before we've talked about i don't remember which one was nearest neighbor but i remember in episode four we did that um I, where, where I cracked those codes that you generated. Do you remember that, yep. the substitution yep. type? For, so the assumption there was that uh, solutions that are nearby to the solution that I'm at are going to be uh, similar, more or less. And that kind of allows us to do hill climbing. It's like, well, I, I have a solution right now. It might not be very good, but I look at the solutions around me and then I jump to one that is better. And then I keep doing that. And then when I jump to one that's better, the ones around that are going to tend to be, I could probably find one that's better than that. And you could keep doing that and doing that until you, until you reach a local maximum, until you get to <laughs> what could be a good solution, or at least a lot better than you're starting with. That's, uh, that's hill climbing. And so I think topology comes up with this, is if your hypothesis space is a topological space, then that defines where your neighbors are, and then th- that is the most general kind of space where you can have kind of a hill climbing algorithm in. Um, and what's interesting about it is that uh, distances, since distances don't matter, oftentimes like you know, okay, a lot of times in, in the nearest neighbor algorithms in machine learning, it's all about distance, right? I am I want to find the Perfect analogies, or the the, the most closely person perfect analogies. I want to find the examples that are most close close to the ones that I am trying to to um, uh, to, to, to predict. So I'm, let's let's use an example. Let's use a presidential election. Right, we have okay. this year's presidential election, and then we have how many examples of presidential elections? I don't know exactly how many, but. Uh,
1: I'm not well, we've try got to 45 do- presidents, but yeah. uh, more elections gonna, than that.
0: I'm not going to try to do it in my head. I mean, how well, there's 25 a century, so there's at least, I don't know, it's 50-something. Um, so, uh, okay, so you define some distance metric on the presidential elections, and you say, okay, what's the most similar one to this one? What's the best analogy? And if you look at the pundits, they're always trying to come up with analogies, but... The problem is, any distance metric that you come up with, you could say, hey, this is a bad distance metric. I have another one that's better. And that's why this year is more like this other year and not like the year that that, that you you were saying. And so when you just talk about the connections and stop thinking about the distances, that kind of allows you to think, "Okay, what distance metrics can I impose on this? And maybe we could try a few different ones.
1: Okay, so if and by I mean, the way,
0: I, I don't think no like I haven't fi- found machine learning researchers who who talk about topological spaces in this way. This is just what I'm speculating
1: well is 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 that a case of they don't talk about it in this term in these terms, but that's what's underlying the process or or mm, yes it, 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 it could it's be an adjacency
0: it could be, but most of the time uh most of the time they're just using like. Uh, Euclidean space, or they're using like, you know, something very, uh, a little less abstract, which might make sense. But
1: okay, so so how does how does this differ from? Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess I guess we said in the context of the k nearest neighbor and that type of thing that, uh, I assume we were we were working in more of a, a vector space type type approach. Right. What what separates this from that?
0: So a vector space usually has. Uh, distances. And it's, it has, a vector space has more structure than a topological space. And as as you know, you must have taken some really trippy calculus courses at MIT. Am am I wrong about that? Like they probably told you like, here's a vector space uh, that represents, somehow represents like space as you know it in the real world but they might have given you extra dimensions and they might have been like hey you multiply it by this matrix and then it like stretches and it uh, I, I I
1: I never got into the 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 nitty-gritty math math stuff I I was uh multivariable calc and then differential equations and then beyond that I did a bunch of numerical method stuff but oh but I God. didn't go into like I don't know would that would that be be leaning so, into the, the linear algebra direction yeah. or well no, yeah.
0: yeah so so anyway it just has a lot more structure in terms of how uh, like you know how the space is arranged where topological space is more general it's like no like these are the points that are you know it's like this is how the space is connected to how the points connect together and I don't care about distances I don't care about angles I don't care about you know um, uh, a a well, lot of this, things you might want to care about in, in engineering. This is hurting right?
1: my engineer brain because those yeah. are the only things that we care about.
0: <laughs> right, right. But, uh, but in, in some areas, specifically like in physics, uh, shape becomes more important. So, yes. Uh, but oftentimes you start with a topology and then you could impose, as I said, like uh, distance and form on top of it. I just want to cut in here to talk about another awesome podcast when the New Yorker magazine asked Mark Zuckerberg how he gets his news, he said that the one news source he definitely follows is TechMeme For more than two years and nearly 700 episodes... The Tech Meme Ride Home has been Silicon Valley's favorite tech news podcast. The Tech Meme Ride Home is a daily podcast, only 15 to 20 minutes long, and every day by 5 p.m. Eastern, it's all the latest tech news. But it's more than just headlines. You could get a robot to read you the headlines if you want. The Tech Meme Ride Home is all the context around the latest news of the day. It's all the top stories, the top posts and tweets and conversations about those stories, as well as behind-the-scenes analysis. The Tech Meme Ride Home is like TLDR as a service. The folks at Tech Meme are online all day, reading everything so they can catch you up. So listen to the one podcast anyone who's... Anyone in Silicon Valley listens to every single day. Search our podcast app now for Ride Home and subscribe to the Tech Meme Ride Home podcast. All right, now back to the show.
1: Okay, so so I guess... uh, the, are these these are all topological spaces we're talking about
0: sure okay so and, let, yeah. and
1: and I think when I was I mentioned before having having interconnected nodes that's more of maybe maybe I don't know if it's the right terminology but I, I would think that would be kind of like a, a network topology exactly exactly uh, what, so uh, other than than possibly not having distance in there what's what's the the, the key difference that's
0: yeah. So that's, that's actually a, a good example where distance doesn't matter. Like, let's suppose we are on a communication network or a computer network, right? And okay. uh, so that is a network topology. Let's say there are like three workstations, and they're all connected to each other. So that's like a triangle topology. Um, I, I, I don't know if that's the technical term. I just made that I, up.
1: I would call it a ring topology. But okay, yeah,
0: it's a ring topology with three, sure. Yeah. And then... Um, I don't know, you could imagine like the top of the triangle, maybe I'll connect to, to one more computer, but it's only connected to me. So now it's like a triangle with a thing dangling off it, right? And so that is the shape of the network. When someone says network topology, that's the shape of the network you can kind of compare. One ring technology with three nodes, another ring technology with t- 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 topology with three nodes. Uh, they're kind of the same in a sense. Um, so. That is, that sort of discrete version of topology. Um, Now, there's a problem with that when you come to continuous space. Like, I don't know if you remember the uh, Anthony Aguirre, I think it was episode, was it 83? When I asked him about space, because we still don't know whether... Yeah, 83
1: and 84. Yeah, so
0: 83 was, was the physics one. And so I asked him whether, like, you know, physical space really is real numbers, and I don't think it is, but I think like, yes, that is d- definitely the best way we have of, um, of measuring physical space. So in a network topology, you can, a- I can ask you directly, what are your neighbors? Right? Uh, if, let's say it's a computer network, right? And you're, you're right, on it. You're I, on I
1: know in that, that three node ring topology, that, that if I'm node A nodes B and C are my neighbors.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So continuous space, you've got a problem. Because let's suppose we're dealing with real numbers, okay, the real number line, Uh, all the numbers. Uh, What are the neighbors for the number one? Okay, you could say, well, you know, your first guess might be, well, maybe two is neighbor to one. Well, no, there are lots of numbers between one and two. There's 1.1, 1.2, 1.3. This
1: this sounds a little bit like uh, Zeno's paradox. Right. We can just infinitely subdivide the space between.
0: Right. Right. So you can't actually talk about what the neighbors of one are. And so and this is why um, this is why the mathematics on top of that underlying topology is very comp- uh, seems complex at first. And they don't explain this, which is which to me is weird because it's actually a very interesting problem. And so it, it and, and mathematicians and I, th- I think they kind of um, they kind of uh, came up with, like, the solution to this, or like, you know, the 1800s, early 1900s. But the, the general solution is, like, in something called a neighborhood. So I can't tell you directly what the neighbors of the number one are, but I can tell you if I have a set that's got them all. So let me give you an example. Like, let's suppose that I'm talking about a set of all the numbers between 0.9 and 1.1. Okay, include 0.9 and 1.1. Let's let's say they're not included, um, uh, uh, but but we're including all the numbers between. Okay. I, I kind of now have the the point at one sort of suspended in jello. There, I know it's in the interior of that set, so that set is therefore called a neighborhood of one.
1: And so, um, and and how, what the. Uh, to, to call it the the confidence bounds is probably an inappropriate term, but that's yeah. kind of how I'm visualizing it. How how wide that is is completely arbitrary. It would well, say. no,
0: no, no. So uh, you don't just have one neighborhood. Uh, any any time you have a set that kind of uh, that, that kind of surrounds the point. Um so it's it's not okay if the point's on the boundary, it has to like surround the point right. so it's like got all the neighbors. That's always called a neighborhood and so neighbors neighborhoods have to have certain properties like if you take the intersection of two neighborhoods, it's still a neighborhood for example um and I assume so,
1: that, that a neighborhood doesn't require the the point you're concerned with being in the center of it as long as no, it's not on the edge
0: exactly exactly because there is no center because there's no distance
1: ah. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but, but then you don't even know how close you are to the edge, you just know that you're not on the edge. Exactly. Yeah. So, It's, but, it's bringing to mind the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, that I, I, I can know I'm inside of a group, but I can't know where I am inside the group.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess so. So it's more like, uh, hey, uh, in, in a, a network topology, I'm gonna give you a set of computers and you look at all your neighbors and if all your neighbors are in that set, then you're like, yep, that's a neighborhood. And this is just the equivalent um, idea in continuous space. But whereas in a network topology, I have to actually count the individual machines. Here, I can't do that. There is no individual machine. I just have to know whether I'm surrounded or not.
1: So if if the question is the... the I don't know what it is about the way you just explained it, but it it, it invoked in my mind drawing curves and circles around things. So does that yeah. does that bring us back into the shape side of this?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you could draw any shape behind it, but this is, this is why continuity is such a difficult concept because you're not talking about going from this point to this point to this point to this point, but you can say things like, hey, um, it, if I have a, a neighborhood that's like... Uh, that's like small enough, then something's going to happen. Like I'm going to get, you know, um, if, if sometimes you can't talk about something happening at a point exactly. But in terms of like, you know, calculus, in terms of limits, you could say, hey, if I have a neighborhood of that point, if I'm like in all the points surrounding it, then uh, then I could talk about something happening. And usually you want those neighborhoods that you're so a neighborhood could be any size. Like you know, you could say, uh, oh, give me all the numbers. Well that's obviously a neighborhood. But usually when you the neighborhoods you're interested in are the ones that are very small.
1: Hmm. I'm I'm trying to think of, of a a contextual example for, for using this for for why you would want to move from a a discrete network topology approach to this continuous topological space approach and i'm i'm grasping at straws here yeah there
0: there's a lot of it's interesting like there are a lot of times in mathematics where we jump from discrete to continuous and it's sometimes you get interesting insights into continuous and then when you get back to computation you have to go back to discrete again so um i i so, like, would you wouldn't you admit that like sometimes when looking at the continuous analog of something, it's more uh, you get insights that you would not necessarily have otherwise?
1: Does
0: that kind Sh- of make sure, sense?
1: Sure, sure. Just, I mean, even at the simplest level, that the, it allows you know interpolation and extrapolation in a way that a discrete model doesn't really.
0: Right. Right. Um, and. So let me, I'm trying to think of like, so I don't know if I should tr- even try to give the definition of continuity, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll try, right? It's like, okay, if, if, um, it, it, if something, ugh, con- now I have to talk about like continuous map, which is, I don't even wanna start talking about functions and stuff now. But it's like, okay, um, let's suppose I am measuring something on this space Okay, and at the value of one, let's say the measurement, or any point, let's say the value of at some point A, the measurement is six, okay. Then I should be able to, and let's say I want to be very close within six, let's say I want to be within a millionth of it, I should be able to create some neighborhood around that point where it's always going to be within those bounds. If that makes sense, so it's it's like you're not like jumping uh uncontrollably, uh, in other words you, ha- you you should be able to get close enough to the point where the values that are in the neighborhood should get close enough to six. Am I completely losing everyone I, here
1: I, I think that makes sense
0: okay okay i mean I, this,
1: I, I don't know if we're we're over or under explaining it here well this is this stuff <laughs>
0: is uh, this stuff took me like years to understand what they're talking about so if you even have an inkling of what i'm saying then i'm happy
1: so i i I don't know if we want to if we want to dig more on on the uh on continuity and 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 topological space here or or if if we want to take the jump to the the pointless topology Uh, right but uh so what what on earth is that uh and if 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 this whole concept of topology, in particular, is coming out of uh, at least in the in the uh, discrete model, we start off with these points and their relationships to each other. Uh, is is pointless topology simply moving to the continuous model, or because it it, it certainly sounds like an oxymoron?
0: Right, right. So no, uh, most topology is not pointless. Like you start with the points and then you ask, okay, what are the neighborhoods of each point? Um, Pointless topology gets rid of the points entirely, or it actually doesn't get rid of the points entirely, but it actually doesn't take points as the main structure that you're looking at. So, first of all, there's this concept in topology called an open set, and um, an open set is it's a neighborhood of all its points. So that basically means that like any point inside the open set is in the interior, and you could move, you could wiggle a little bit in every direction. So. Uh, let's suppose we're not talking about the basketball now, we're talking about the interior of the basketball, okay? Okay. Um, so every every point in the interior, I could go a little bit in any direction and still be inside the basketball because I'm not including the boundary. That makes sense. Okay. So uh, a lot of the results in topology can uh, be... Um, they can, it kind of comes down to looking at what the open sets are in that system. And so there's this one straight of thought where we could say, okay, what if we just get rid of points entirely and just say, okay, here are the open sets. Uh, so for example, in, in terms of numbers, those open sets would be what are called open intervals. So for example, like it it would just be like stuff that doesn't contain the boundary. So, um, let's say all numbers between 0 and 1 but not including 0 and 1 that would be an open set but if it did include 0 and 1 then it it would not be an open set Um, and then of course like you could take unions of them so you could have like a few of them and they would still be open but um, essentially the uh, the idea is let's just consider open sets as the as the uh, as the like fundamental unit and then yeah, you could use those to define points. Whereas, like, it's a point is the collection of open sets that that, that contain it, and then there are certain uh, rules that that has to obey. But essentially, the idea is that a area of um, you know of, of of a certain extent has to be considered. So you can't consider points. You actually have to have a little substance in there, which, if you think about it, is actually in some ways more like closer to describing the real world because any measurement that you take has some error bounds around it. And so you're, you're never actually talking about points. You're usually talking about like a little bit of space.
1: So, so the mental image that I have right now, and and tell me if this is completely off base, but I'm picturing a Venn diagram. So so for our listeners, Venn diagram, it's, it's that classic, you've got two circles and and they overlap a little bit in between and it's, it, it, you know, describes two different things and the, the features that they have in common. So maybe like uh, uh, round things and uh, sports equipment and and basketballs would be in, in the intersection there because they are both sports equipment and round, whereas baseball bats would would not be in the overlap. Uh so I'm, I'm envisioning that, that this but they, they're all type
0: topologically equivalent, but not to, not, not to, uh, I'm, I'm now confusing things, but okay, go
1: ahead. I, so I, I'm, I'm envisioning this, this pointless topology approach. If I want to describe the, the equivalent of a point there is that I just need to keep drawing more and more circles on that Venn diagram so that I can narrow and narrow and further narrow the, the section right in the middle where all these circles overlap and, and, Try and more clearly define and constrain that that ever shrinking space uh, in the center. Is is that is, is is there a kernel of yes of accuracy to that? Yes, yes.
0: Okay. Um. So here's here's a mind blowing thing, but it's I I don't even know if I should get into this because this is <laughs> going to be way too complicated. But okay. So with open sets, you have you know set union and set intersection. I don't know if I have to define that here, but union is like you combine the two sets together so you get something bigger. An intersection is like, you know, in the Venn diagram, it's like the little piece in the middle. It's like, what's the, um, you know, uh, what's the... Um, the overlap. The, what What's the overlap, or, or exactly. the
1: commonality, yeah. Right,
0: and so the the set of open sets... Or so, so a space, a topological space of open sets uh, is... Um, it forms something called a... Uh, a lattice, a bounded lattice uh, in mathematics, which means you could take intersections of them, you could take unions of them, and then there's, you know, there's a there's a top and a bottom. There's there's the whole thing, and then there's there's the empty set, right? Uh, that's the bounded part. And so, if you map that one lattice onto another, uh, you could say that it preserves union and intersection. Whereas, like, okay, the, uh, uh, you know, you. you you take the union here and then you map it to another lattice. So every, every point in one lattice is mapped to another point in, in, in another lattice. And like, if, if the unions, um, if, if unions still work and intersections still work and all that after you've mapped it, then you say it's a lattice preserving map, right? This is all like category theory stuff. So anyway, I don't know if anyone's following me, but I'm just gonna keep <laughs> going here. So the Boolean, uh, set, which is just a set of one and zero, is also a bounded lattice, right? Because you have zero and you have one, so you have empty and you have the whole thing, and it's also a lattice, because you could take, like, the union of zero and one is one, and the union of zero and zero is zero. Uh, and so you could take unions and intersections there. So if you take the set of open sets, or so if you take a, a lattice of open sets, and you do a lattice-preserving map onto... Uh, boolean space onto binary space, that map actually is a point.
1: It, it, you, you, I feel like you lost me in the last step there. <laughs> right. So it
0: actually defines, if you can define such a map, it actually ends up defining a point in the original space, in the, uh, in the space of open sets. God, topology. So crazy. I don't, and this is like category theory now, so I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I, th- th- this is like, and, and I'm not necessarily the one to talk about this either, because there are definitely mathematicians who could who've been in in way deeper than I have done it, like you know, professionally. But that's just the way I see it. So,
1: so so let's let's assume for a minute that I've understood what you're laying down here. Yeah, I, I might let's, have to draw it out. Let's take a step back uh, and you you mentioned this is this is useful for machine learning well uh, i don't know or, if it or, is or AI. i, I don't
0: uh, like no one uses it so who knows okay so
1: <laughs> i i guess hmm well let's let's take a further step back then okay uh, and and for for those of us who who are who are who who may not uh in our spare time, want to geek out on on infinitely cool mathematical ideas what what's what's the the relevance of this to our our, our average listener um, or or is that a trap question
0: well I mean it says it right in the name pointless topology i don't know if it has a point but <laughs> I th- well I guess topology in general has lots of point but um, i you know I just think it is a it's an interesting way of looking at problems and looking at the world where you're just thinking about the connections between things and you're kind of setting aside your, uh, your, your notions of distance and form. Uh, and then in, in some ways, it's kind of a different way to approach problems. And maybe it's a way where you can kind of look for bias or eliminate bias.
1: So, so when we say we're not concerned with distance, um, but we're concerned with with like the shape um, well not not I shouldn't even say the shape, I should say like the
0: form because you could change the shape you just can't you, so what, what is, they usually what is say form is, in yeah this, you usually say context. you just can't cut and glue so um, or or if you do cut and glue, you're changing the topological space well, I, uh, I, w- I was
1: going to try and reduce this to we we don't care about distance it's it's about who you know what what else you're connected to is exactly is is that okay so if you You, cut but if you cut you're not you're, you're you're removing
0: connections and if you glue you're adding connections
1: and and so that 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 uh that knowledge of of what those connections are that that defines i i guess the the possible shapes that that could be taken on.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, then you could take on, then you're like, OK, now we know the connections, now we can take on multiple shapes. So you might not want to get into the mathematics, but it's an interesting idea to think about problems where it's like, OK, uh, you know, the, the, the connections are all that matter, so let me see if I can think about that in a, in a different way without you know, putting, putting aside my preconceived notion of which connections are more important and which aren't. Uh, which is sort of a distance metric, right? Because, like, if you sort of say, uh, you know, distance is sort of saying, you know, which which connections are are closer and which is which are further away.
1: Okay, so so the the other thing that's popping into my brain right now is, um, and it's been a while since I've looked at any of the white papers on this, but um, there's the I might have the terminology wrong, but uh, some 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 sort of network analysis um in a a communications uh paradigm um which has been used in in intelligence work uh in the last 10 15 20 years um to look at you know you take take person a and who are they talking to and then who are all those people talking to and who are those people talking you kind of move out in maybe not concentric rings but in an expanding spider and see what the connections between different players are and and that's one way you can determine uh what types of things someone might be involved in, even if you can't access the content of their communications, but just by looking at who they're communicating with uh, and, sure. and that 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 could potentially fit into this, that that you're you're not necessarily concerned with, you know, how 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 physically far apart they are if they're talking to each other. That that uh, kind of negates the distance or there, actually, but also you're not so yeah. concerned with with how much they talk with each other as you are that they are that, that a connection between these two nodes exists.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or maybe, you know, you do care how much they spoke to each other or how recently or how long the calls are, but you don't really know how to, you know, turn that into a score right away. Mm. Um, so, and yeah, and so this is this is graph theory. This is like, you know, social network theory. And it's related, it's, it's, it is topology. It's highly related to topology, but, you know, it's the discrete... It's the discrete side of it um, and so yeah, I, I think it's, I think that's exactly the right place to I, I think what, what popped into your mind is exactly the right way to be thinking because it's like we don't uh, we, we have the connections uh, but we don't know what they mean yet and so let's see what the connections look like and then on top of that we can sort of you know give them weight after just looking at the connections themselves if that makes sense
1: okay, so so I, I think I think maybe we've landed on. Let me on... give an
0: example. Like, let me let me like take this forward. I think this is important. Like, let's say someone says, "Okay, the number of times that uh, two people speak to each other, that's how close the connection is," um, and that's what I'm going to use. And they're s- totally stuck on that, and then they're, they're th- then they're not coming to the right conclusions. And then when someone says, "Well, wait a minute, this is a network. We don't really know what the distances are. Let's." Uh, let's try to change it around a little bit. Let's try to do different things. Uh, Then maybe they could, they they can uh, find the, the, whatever they're trying to find uh, more easily. I don't know. Does that make sense?
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is, this is a big thing to wrap our heads around. So yeah, uh, perhaps we will have to revisit it at, at a later date and, and see if we can put a, some, some more contextual spin on it, but. Yeah, uh, this is this has been this wait till been we talk about wait till we talk about knot theory. <laughs> well, actually, that that was one of the things that popped in my head when we were talking about um, kind of contorting shapes. Um, yeah. Because that that that, you know, if, if, if you're if you're taking your your mug and and, you know, flattening it and twisting it and that 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 very much gets into the realm of knot theory, yeah. which uh, other than like a 10 minute uh Video that I've watched, I I have no deep understanding of, but it right. but it looks super cool.
0: Yeah, well, it, it is. I mean, so a knot is just if you take a string and you tie it and you glue the ends together, and and and
1: in this context, you're talking like literally a string we're not we're not t- talking about like string theory in physics no 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 or or, or strings even, of, of letters yeah. we're talking like the, the concept of a physical yeah. piece of of twine
0: right right exactly and so it's like can you make them look similarly oh here's here's a mind-blowing thing about it think about a donut okay the surface of a donut and you know imagine it's like really long and skinny so let's say it's like the the crust of a pizza okay okay yeah, you got that image in your mind? Okay. Let's suppose that I cut, I cut it at one in, in one point. So I cut the uh, you know, I, I cut the crust of the pizza. But
1: just on one side of the ring. Just
0: on one side of the ring, and then, and then like I pull it out and make it a long line. And then let's suppose like I tie a little knot and I re-glue it together. Okay? Yeah. Uh, so now I have a knot. Um, so you could actually now remember uh, the the moving cities example I gave where we have the same neighbors as before. If we all lived on the surface of the 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 old, uh, you know, the old Taurus, the old, the old donut, the old pizza crust, and then we moved into the we all moved into the tied up one that is topologically equivalent, because we'll all have the same neighbors. But you can't continuously deform the first one into the second one without cutting and pasting. And right, so I was going
1: to say there's the, you, you can't get back to the, the way it was before. Right. And so with, those without, are Yeah.
0: Right, those the those are two different types of topological transformations. One's like, "Hey, can I make the whole jump and keep all the neighbors or do I have to like continuously deform it?" And those are and they're technical terms for this, but those are actually two different questions, which is really interesting sometimes.
1: So so this is this is absolutely fascinating. But it, again, brings me back to the question, OK, other than esoteric mathematics, what use is this? Yeah, I mean, I don't and, and I'm, sh- I'm sure not theory must have some some application to, to you know, e- either s- something m- more fundamental in in, in mathematics or, or some real world application. But I can't mentally make the jump.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure either. It's just interesting. I think it's. I think it does have some applications in terms of like string theory, like how, like in physics. But, I. It's be that's beyond me. I don't really know.
1: <laughs> well, per, perhaps we need to find a knot theory expert to. Yeah. So come talk some sense into it. I. I, I, I would be listener. very interested to listen to that. Um, I, it's a l- little bit different than our normal fare, but. Uh, an episode that that doesn't start off with talking about politics uh, is is always welcome.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. So this is a very different episode. So uh, how do you think it went? Uh,
1: I think I, I mean I, I certainly understand uh, topology and pointless topology better, but I'm I'm still not sure. I I like the idea of kind of holding this in reserve as a way to to think differently yeah i've been doing that for
0: five years, but i'm not
1: sure how to trigger that in the the right moment
0: all right well we'll think about that um all right so i think i think that's all we wanted to say about this topic uh we have anything else for today
1: i am gonna go put my brain on ice after this
0: Uh, (laughs) good luck well you know we're we're working out the brain we're we're getting out those local maximums or or we're reaching different local maximums you know, if if it's not mind.
1: confusing, you're not learning.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, all right. Maybe I'll post some of the books that uh, I've read on the show notes page, localmaxradio.com/133. We're at now. Um, and
1: maybe, maybe if you you can scrounge up some some diagrams that aren't too uh, too obtuse, that yeah. that might help yeah. uh, people trying to follow along. I
0: can't. I, I hate making diagrams for the website. <laughs> I know I should, but it's like. It's 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 too time consuming. Uh, you'll have to find somewhere else. But I'll I'll link to some books and uh, oh I I did want to talk about last week's episode. I know you listened to that with Rob Bernstein. That was a, and this is a this is a very different episode today. But that was a lot of fun. Um, I, uh, I I hope people enjoy. I would like to see the intersection of people who enjoyed today's episode and last week's episode <laughs> because. Uh, that would be a, those a are the kind of people you
1: want to invite over to your uh, your your cocktail party or, uh, or, or barbecue. Yes. Yeah. They'll, they'll have interesting things to say about pretty much anything. Back
0: when we used to have <laughs> events and stuff like that. But well, you know, I, I, I have yet
1: to do it, but I've I've had a couple of people suggest, "Oh, maybe we should do like a socially distant uh, uh, thing, you know, oh, I at, don't. at your house no. or you know in a, in a park." And I don't we, do
0: socially distant anymore. That is so May 2020. <laughs>
1: Well, so so uh, I I recently I've survived
0: uh, this long. What's it going to take? <laughs> yeah, we've got point three percent, less than like point three percent positive rate in New York City now, and the testing. It's like how low do you need it to get? And it's not like it's well, on yeah, the up. It's not like it's growing exponentially anymore. It's
1: not not to get into topics that that, that will not be evergreen. But uh, I well,
0: whatever. We're done with
1: the topology stuff. <laughs> yeah I, I i hope that the rest of the country can be as as confident in where they're sitting as 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 you are in in the near future yeah but so what I was saying speaking of surviving uh, I recently survived another year uh and and uh we we briefly contemplated All right, what, happy birthday like, do do we want to invite people you know who who aren't that far away to come over and like we'll we'll leave some cake out on the deck and you can come take a piece and then you know step back twenty feet and Ugh. stand out in the deck and we've got some chairs set and it's you know it's it was just too much hassle especially with the little kids and everything going on and we 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 wimped out and didn't do it but uh our, my my work is is talking about we're we're sick of doing like virtual happy hours that, that we need to do we need to like. Brown bag it in a park somewhere or something. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll see when I break the seal on that. Uh, I am with with so... kids going back to daycare next week, it, it's only a matter of time. I mean, it's, you, you...
0: it's I feel like the the number of people who have it will go to zero and people will still be crazy.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, n- nothing in this situation has convinced me that we're going to solve crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it gets worse, it could get better, right? No. Or does it only uh, get worse?
1: There, there's there's a, a, you know, the only way out is through philosophy. But I, I don't know if I want to embrace that for everything.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I think that, well, you, you know what's weird? I go to the Square office these days. It's like a 150-person office in Flatiron in, in Midtown Manhattan. And I'm the only one there. Now, because I moved close by, so I go. But there's, it's like, it's literally, I have the whole office to myself. <laughs> So I guess I don't have to wear a mask if there's no one there. But um, I love how, like, when they invited us back, remember to, you know, stay uh, two desks apart and, you know, this and this. And, like, my desk is one of the ones with the X's on it. Like, don't use that desk. (laughs) It doesn't matter. I just sit down at my desk and use it because there's no one else there in the whole place.
1: Oh, you rebel.
0: There might be one other person. But, Fla-
1: flaunting the signage.
0: Well, I'm using the best monitor there. And I'm using somebody else's uh, uh, iPhone charger. And why not? I'll charge my AirPods, too, because uh, there's another charger, like another three desks down. Nobody's there. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I mean, I wish, you know, some of the people I was working with were there because that I would get more done. But it's, hard. it's so hard to focus alone. I think... Uh, I, I think... I don't know i don't know what life's gonna be like but uh i i I think remote is here to stay but not like this not like this
1: yeah well i i i don't know that many people in kind of the business manager role but i i did recently talk with a friend of mine who who owns his own business uh and and he he said that i think it was just this past month they uh they they got out of their lease, uh, and they're they're not going to have an office for the remainder of, of 2020. Wow! And then, you know, I, I think the uh, the the catalyst for them to again procure office space is going to have to be pretty high. It's so I it's, feel like it's, it's so, definitely making changes.
0: It's so hard for me to get like started on a project or a task when I'm sitting at home. I have to really mentally like you know have tons of willpower to do it and i don't know maybe that's just me but i mean i guess the podcast's going fine podcasting is the one thing um that i'm able to focus on well for some
1: it, time. It, it, at least usually it doesn't feel like work it's yeah. it's a little different
0: right right
1: um and and, and while, while we do have to provide our contractually obligated uh you know once a week somewhere between 20 minutes and uh well we're we're creeping up on an hour here, but, uh, you know, it's, we're, we're not, we're not filling out a time card for this. So it's a little bit different.
0: Exactly. Exactly. All right. Cool. I think, uh, I think that's all I have for this week. Um, so unless there's anything else, I think it's time to, to head out.
1: Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what, uh, what next week has in store for us. We'll, we'll be uh, out the other side of the, the, the DNC uh, convention oh, and uh, be thrown right into the madness that I'm sure will be the RNC convention. <laughs> so.
0: uh, yeah, well back to back to that. Well, it's it is the it is the season, the the one and a four year season. Um, yeah, yeah, I the, should the get some, the
1: eighteen month long season.
0: Yeah, I should get yeah, but this is the real this is the the real deal now. Um, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna try to find some guests too. I I don't have any specific guests lined up, but I have some people I can ask and and who I'm excited about. So we'll see, we'll see who I can get over the next few weeks, but I, you know, maybe I can get a topologist or a category theorist on the, uh, on the show. That would be great.
1: That, that would be pretty neat. Uh, I, I imagine we could also have some, some pretty interesting conversations about, uh, about polling as we enter the end times. Oh uh, yeah. So I, I don't know if, 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 there, if there are any listeners out there who are uh, pollsters, uh, Nate Silver, I know you're listening. <laughs> uh, you could, could, you know, get in touch with us. Maybe I can get. We, uh, we have questions. <laughs>
0: Alex Andorra back on the show to talk. About. Yeah, so, that's
1: right. Yeah. Well, and and the the other thing I f- I forgot to mention is uh with with the, the convention this week a lot of metaculous predictions I've made have been been resolving. Oh. Uh, so it's, Wait, we it's Time to go in that. and make some yeah. some new ones. Oh, that's right. We got to yeah.
0: talk about that because I so I made one. I had uh, first of all I didn't realize well, you, you, this. You,
1: you drafted a question.
0: I drafted a question. I also had one that got resolved. Uh, yesterday, which I didn't realize was still open, which was, will Joe Biden uh, be the Democratic nominee? And apparently I said yes, but I said yes a long time ago when it wasn't over. <laughs> and it was finally decided uh, today and I got a lot of points for it.
1: Yeah, mo- most of the ones that have been resolved in the last week or two were ones I, I completely forgot I made that prediction because it was so long ago. Yeah, and so
0: I, I made a question asking whether there will be a Trump-Biden debate. Because I saw a lot of people saying, oh, it's it's it might not happen or it shouldn't happen or Biden shouldn't debate Trump and whatnot. Um, and so I thought it would be interesting to put put that out to that community. And I I think it's currently at 80 percent or my my prediction is higher. My prediction is like 92 percent. I think it's almost certainly going to happen. But I could <laughs> be wrong.
1: Yeah, well, let, let me let me take a peek here. Uh, so. need to find it here uh okay here we go uh yep it's sitting it looks like the community prediction is is at uh 85 percent right now um and uh we've we've got 44 44 predictions have been made so yeah uh if you're hearing this go out there and, and make your prediction uh, you've, you've got till September 15th to, to lock that in. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Oh, no, it's at 85. Okay. And mine's at mine. I put mine at 90, I guess. I think I was thinking 92 and then I saw the community at 80. I was like, I don't know. That's, that's one or well, two points. Different. My,
1: my, my current prediction is also at 90, Okay. Uh, but, but I, I, I may, uh, I may revise it in, in the next couple of weeks. Sure. I think and we've got just under a month. I
0: lost money in predict it cause I didn't think Kamala Harris would be the, uh, would be the vice president nominee i got
1: i i've I've heard that the 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 v p nomination market was insane uh right up until the last minute
0: yeah, I wasn't even paying attention to the last minute but <laughs> i I really thought that that wasn't well i don't know i''ll we'll, we'll, I'll try to think about where I, where I went wrong there uh so <laughs>
1: Well, we, we, we got to, yeah, identify uh, the the flaws in our in our methodology and see if we can improve our, our predictive process for yeah. the next time around. My
0: methodology for that was just to look at it and be like, ah, oh, they can't do that. But I guess <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. But, uh, oh, well.
1: <laughs> That's where you get into trouble and predict it. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's inter- interesting the, the differences between predict it uh, predictions and, and those on metaculus since there's there's no money on the line in metaculus, but it feels much more scientific.
0: I yes, I think predict it first of all, it's not a it's not a real market because there are such caps, so you don't have really smart big money players in there. And I mean some people might be smart, but also like the comments is all just political like trash talk. Uh, you, uh, you, you get some of the,
1: that on certain questions in Metaculus, but but I feel like it's much it's moderated away from that for the most part.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel like Metaculus is being more well. Oh, Scientific. This is
1: a topic that I think we we will be able to discuss uh, uh, at least several more opportunities in the next couple of months. So we should we sh- we shouldn't uh, just uh, just invest uh, too much in it just yet.
0: All right, all right, cool. Well, uh, yeah, this would be a good time to solicit uh, uh, input because if we went over a lot this show localmaxradio at gmail.com if you want to weigh in. All right. Have a great week, everyone. That's the show. Remember to check out the website at localmaxradio.com. If you want to contact me, the host, or ask a question that I can answer on the show, send an email to localmaxradio at gmail.com. This show is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and more. If you want to keep up, remember to subscribe to The Local Maximum on one of these platforms and to follow my Twitter account, at Max Sklar. Have a great week.
1: Feel, feel the power.